There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. and a very warm welcome to the podcast for women navigating their way through midlife. The women for whom 5am used to be bedtime and it's now the time we absolutely cannot ignore the full bladder any longer and forget being able to get back to sleep. True that. I am Sarah Kaywood off of the 90s and noughties and my co-host is one of my most famous, fa- famous? Definitely famous not famous now. my love. <laughs> one of my most favourite wise owls. In fact, she would have definitely been brown owl at my brownies meet in the late 70s. It's Lou Mitchell. I got kicked out of the brownies, Sarah. Oh. I got kicked out. I should have I should have chatted to you before I did that, didn't I? <laughs> no, I quite like You're it. You're such a brown Keep owl. In. Such a brown owl. We're really excited to have a fantastic partnership with Yoppie on this season of Irregular Bitches. Irregular Bitches. Okay, Sarah, I don't know about you, but I don't feel great about the fact I've been using products that have been treated with bleach up my vagina. No, thank you. (laughs) So we were very excited about being able to partner up with Yoppy, a period care company. They use only high quality, environmentally friendly ingredients and materials which make them plastic free, cruelty free and vegan. The packaging looks pretty sexy too, so you can strut across the office proudly showing off your period care. All you have to do is answer a simple quiz and Yopi will formulate the perfect package of period care and PMS supplements because let's face it, one size does not fit all, Lou. It certainly does not. Another reason we wanted to partner up with Yopi is they understand that women have changed how they live their lives. They certainly have. That's why we've collaborated with an amazing nutritionist and friend of the podcast, Shona Wilkinson, to formulate three essential PMS supplements full of herbs, minerals and vitamins to focus on whichever issues you have during your menstrual cycle. Do you predominantly suffer with cramps, mood swings or bloating or like us, all bloody three? Yoppy, have a supplement for you. Hallelujah. <laughs> so please head over to yoppy.com forward slash irregular bitches. That's Y O P P I E dot com slash irregular bitches to get 50% off your first two orders Woo-hoo. when you sign up for a subscription to any product. And shipping is gratis, free nada. Plus, you can even earn rewards by referring your friends. Irregular bitches. Fabulous. That was just a little bit about Yoppy, our amazing partners for this season of the podcast. Our guest today is a woman who navigated the early noughties with me as my co-host, listen to this, Kate, on the longest running Saturday morning show ever. Yes. Put that in your pipe and smoke it and yeah, some fucking baby. deck. Yeah, baby. <laughs> She's jumped out of planes, had dinner with the Beckhams. I bet, she, I bet you can't remember, oh. believe I remember that. Can you even remember I can. Yeah, dinner with the Beckers, baby. <laughs> and memorably, being gunged with yours truly when Ben from A1 shoved me in the tank too. <sighs> oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah. You was meant to be you and then he came up. Do you get asked up on, your on a weekly basis on Instagram? I have these very <laughs> randoms, which I'm sure you have, who go, do you like guns? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brilliant. We can blame Ben from A1 for most things. Yeah. Uh, Now she's life coaching and podcasting. She truly is limitless. It's Katie Hill. Yes. Oh, do you know what? This is delicious and painful at the same time. Like I'm seeing you, but I'm not seeing you. I need to smell the K word. She's like, (laughs) I need to hug the K word. My big sister. (laughs) <laughs> oh, the times we had. It was Lady Boots and Lady Cakes. I can't remember who was who. They were the nicknames. And it was just the maddest time. And it was, you know, coming in on a Saturday morning. I mean, what an amazing gig. And if we had the confidence that we have now, then <gasps> we would have been unstoppable. Can oh you imagine? Oh, God. I mean, it was yeah. just... It's funny. I know that... <laughs> 
Katie saw me crying on Instagram last week uh, because <laughs> very concerned. I was talking about I don't I never meant to and Lou as well. We talked about it afterwards. I never meant to. I didn't even realise I felt that strongly about it. But it is exactly that that, and I'm sure Lou, even though you weren't on the telly, can completely relate to like suddenly now like not giving one tiny fuck um back then giving all of the fucks giving every single fuck there ever was to give well you spoke about imposter syndrome didn't you and i think Mm. most people have experience of imposter syndrome i've been stood in a pitch i work for a marketing agency in front of a board of directors all male and suddenly had that sense of what the fuck am i doing here I've got absolutely yeah. no idea. These people aren't going to listen to me. And it's and it can be crippling, I think. I had to get a hold of myself and carry on being fabulous, obviously. But in that moment, it was, oh, God, I can't do it. So I can't imagine doing that on live TV. And in that moment, what's amazing is you don't realise every other person in that scenario is having the exact same thoughts. Right. Because it's like when Kaywood, as I call her, had that moment on its scram it literally made me cry as well because I was like oh my gosh please don't cry because it's like at that time I would have been feeling like the elephant in the room I would have been feeling like I didn't belong there right. like certainly on live and kicking that we worked on there was um wonderful Kayward there was my now husband Trey both of whom had a very muso um very cool background mm. versus my slightly more straight laced blue Peter and so in my mind it was like oh no they're the cool gang and I'm this imposter that's come in and mm. bizarrely I had this like style makeover and it was just the weird you know hair extensions the works mm. and actually I wasn't that person either it's like we're just fine you're just finding your feet in your early 30s definitely it's funny actually because on a Thursday well on a Friday sorry Kate would come in wearing the bootcut jeans with her shell toes we added our shell toes in a oh, t-shirt still got and mine. she'd be so cool and she'd nail it all and we'd all be really irreverent and silly on camera and then on Saturday morning yeah. she'd come in in like an asymmetrical <laughs> leather skirt and the coffin and and I used to always say to her I think you should wear what you wear for rehearsal and she was like oh no I yeah. couldn't possibly I've got you know because you kind of you really were really insecure weren't you baby you totally. didn't need to be you were epic you didn't look and like you were and what's funny is we oh let, let's get deep for a moment but we all spend so long being somebody that we're not mm. and the authentic me was the blue Peter me in my jeans, in my shell toes, jumping out of planes, mm. driving fast cars. From the age of five, I was the tomboy, as it was known mm. then, who wanted yes. to climb trees, who wanted to ride a bike fast. I wasn't the glitzy Saturday morning host. And actually, there were enough people in that um, ladder arena doing that thing, doing sexy really well. So actually, I should have just stayed in my lane and owned who I was because I had quite a unique space and I possibly now regret that. Um, being encouraged into that. You were, I, th- I think, because of Kat. I think because of Kat Dealey. Yeah. I think you were yeah. very much like, I think, um, you know, not that there was anything wrong with our with our um, directors and producers and the powers that be. They were a bunch of really lovely people. However, they wanted us to be, to take on SMTV. And so Katie, because she's tall and leggy, was right. like, well, you've got to be the Kat Dealey. And I had yes, to sort totally. and I had to be like the, you know, midget playing the fool to a certain certain degree. And, and it wasn't really fair. We should have just been able to do, you know, to, to, to yeah. do us. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's like, actually now for me, I'm a coach now for anyone listening who doesn't know. And with my clients, like getting them to own their authenticity is what it's all about because we all end up wearing so many different hats Mm. and being all things to all people and kind of living our life according to how we think we should live it. And it's actually take all of that away. Who do you want to be? You know, then if someone had said to me, who do you want to be? Do you want to be this sassy person on Saturday morning? Well, not really because Kat Dealey's doing that really Mm, well and mm. and I don't want to be up against her I want to own my own space but of course you're not confident enough in that you know I'd had seven years of fronting Blue Peter and Saturday morning was considered this like cool iconic space to be in and actually I already had a spectacularly cool space of my own it was kind of 
pretty much my own arena. If only I hadn't gone, oh, I'm done with this arena now. I'm going to go in the other arena with everybody else. Why would you do that? Yeah. But we all kind of conform, well, don't we? I'm glad you did because you met Trey. Yes, I'm glad I did because I met Trey. I do think, and I don't know whether you whether this is a um, like a coaching thing, because, like, I mean, Katie will know because it was just one drama after another that I used to come in. Well, one Brit popper after another. <laughs> oh, yes, you were. I mean, I did live vicariously through you, though. <laughs> But actually, even the most heinous mistakes that make me do the cringe, if you do the cringe, like, would uh, you have to own all of those because they've led me to where I am now, which is pretty much the happiest that I've ever been, you know. Oh. And I don't live in a mansion and we haven't got, you know, a Ferrari, but I've got my health and life is abundant in so many other ways. And I just... I just don't think that any good can come of you, uh, you know, thinking about what you could have done differently because you fucking can't do it any differently. You can't. And and you're so right. Everything has led you to where you are now. And there's this wonderful quote by, I think it was Michelle Obama. And she said, success isn't about what your life looks like to others. It's about how it feels to you. Yeah. And it's like, yes, you haven't got the Ferrari, but you have got the amazing, authentic relationship with your husband, mm-hmm. warts and all, which is super important. Yeah. You know, you have got the gorgeous just kids and it's like actually what is success you know there's enough people with the Ferraris in the garage who are deeply unhappy Mm. like it's amazing and actually when I started my coaching journey in 2017 one of my like eureka moments in the coach training because obviously you all coach each other that's Mm. how you learn and the thing that I took away from it was there'd be 20 people all in a room coaching each other The minute you scratch beneath the surface on anybody, Mm. I don't care who they are, there is stuff going on. Like everybody has this surface and actually the minute you know everybody has chapters they don't read out loud, everybody has things that are happening in their life that they're constantly having to show up for and Mm. reframe and all of that stuff. It's so liberating because we just kind of believe what we see on Instagram Mm. and all these perfect lives and actually everybody's got stuff going on. I mean, that's one of the main things for this podcast, really, isn't it, Sarah? Just shining a little bit of an honest light. It's not always negative. It's not always positive. It's just real and what's going on for us and our guests. Yeah, and I, totally. I I am uncomfortably overshare a lot of the time, as you know, as as you know, I do on Instagram. Well, you're not uncomfortable about it. I'm not. Uncomfortable no, I'm about not uncomfortable it. about it. it, it you know, <laughs> well, I don't want overshare. <laughs> I just think this, it's really important. Like the reason that I don't shy away from those things is because. I, I want people to know that it's okay if you've had a really shit time with your partner. I mean, God, Andy and I have been at crisis point. Who bloody hasn't? Our therapist is totally. hilarious. She's absolutely bonkers. She looks a bit like Nikki Chapman. Um, and I love her to bits. But she... Nikki Chapman! She, we'll go back to oh, Nikki we'll go Chapman. Back to, I love Nikki Chapman. And she, as soon as I saw her, I was like, you look like Nikki Chapman. But she... Um, is more busy than she... I mean, she literally cannot get enough dates in her I'm couple therapy. She says that everybody's imploding because we're just not designed yeah, to yeah. be together this much, are no. we? No. I also think there's an element of this, like, season that we've walked through, shall we describe it, last mm. year, the 2020-2021 season, mm-hmm. has been this massive shake-up of life that we knew and massive wake-up call that has made you re-look at so much in your life and re-evaluate everything mm. and who you are and what you want from life. And actually, I think any relationship that is still together off the back of this season is pretty damn strong, mm. yeah. you know, because it's because you're right. We're not built to be together all of this time. Like, no, everyone's working from home. Everyone's sharing Wi-Fi. Everyone's... Then there's the homeschooling. Then there's the hang on why am I why am I doing the whole day of homeschooling because I'm trying to work as well yeah it's literally brought the female mental load under the biggest microscope it could ever be under and under even more pressure I think I think it's been added to I feel like my mental load has been added to massively without a shadow of a doubt teenagers are not supposed to spend this amount of time with their parents no and and actually the teenagers are the ones that I've really felt most for through this whole thing because socially it's so important and it's not just for them about the kind of seeing their schoolmates every day you it's about that moment when you'd walk down the corridor and there was that sixth former who you quite fancied or the it was the little glances outside Mm. of your social circle that were actually starting to build your kind of 
idea on who you fancied, your take on the world, all of that. And that's all gone because even now they're in their little bubbles and they all move around together. And, mm. you know, my daughter doesn't see anyone outside of her. Yeah, well, how awful is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where's the sixth formers? Yeah, you've got to be able to look at the sixth formers. How old's Kaya now, Katie? 14. <gasps> it's hilarious. I'm like... And she's taller I'm, she's than a, you, isn't she? And you're I'm tall. like a reverse parent. She's like... She was there the other day and I was like, do you know what? When we were at school, we used to we used to roll our waistbands over. Don't tell daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and did you used to wear your tie back to front? So the wide bit oh, yeah, went like in your shirt tiny, and your narrow bit at and the front. Little peanut. And is, yeah. and is Kaya now rolling her waistbands over? Yeah, of course she is. Good girl. So she should be. It's like, come on. Because I just figure it's better that I'm open about this stuff and have these chats than forbid it and go, you need to. She'll only do it on the bus otherwise. Listen, you know, the rule is it's got to be knee length, but, you know, roll it down when you've got the skirt checks. Any other time, go for what you know. It's like, she's like, mummy, you're hilarious. Just wait till you're having the tattoos and piercings conversation, which is what I'm having. I'm getting my first tattoo this year. That's happening. What is it? I want to get my um, Limitless logo just because it's super symbolic for me. And there's a wonderful girl called Limitless M who I interviewed on my podcast Mm. the other day who's got stage four breast cancer. And we turn 50 within two days of each other. And we're like, come on, we need to get the Limitless tattoo. It's happening. And that's that's not long, is it, your birthday? Two weeks. 15th of April. Mm. What? Two weeks. Exciting. So you can be outside. So I can be outside. I know. Yes. Drinking Six other, the no, alcohol. Five other five people. Other people. <laughs> Wowzers. Crazy. Okay, how did the whole coaching thing happen? Why did you, because I was, obviously I was aware of it because we've kept in touch and I we follow each other on social media. It's properly stepped up a gear this year, which I love with the podcast as well. And I would imagine that you have been uber busy because we've yeah. decided that we need some sort of life change but what made you decide coaching I mean you have always been she last I say this relentlessly positive <laughs> and I'm That's like limitlessly positive bad days Katie have a nice bad day. way of putting it <laughs> I mean my my I love it. um don't change my go-to my go-to is quite positive I'll give you that you are but you? I was like you I did a breakfast show for heart <laughs> and it was 3 30 alarm <laughs> It was relentless. You and did really, really well at that, though. They loved you. They oh hated me. I did it for about three years. And then I was like, hang on, I'm not seeing my kids in the morning. Mm. Kaya, my eldest, was about to start secondary school. And I was like, I want to be there in the morning. Mm. Like, I know it's a massive transition. And I felt like I wanted to be there every morning, blowing her up like a helium balloon as I took her to school and setting her up for the best possible start to the day. That's just how I am. And so I was like, there's got to be more. I'm just knackered. You know, it's not natural. I think getting up at 3.30 and driving to a studio along country lanes, I just thought there's, it's only a matter of time. It's mm. like playing Russian roulette, roulette, you know. There's other drivers are tired. There's lorries. It's just, it's not great. So I announced I was leaving there. And then I was like, what am I going to do now? And my friend had studied neuro-linguistic programming, oh, yeah. which is uh, NLP. Mm-hmm. Not easy for me to say. We'll stick to NLP. Good <laughs> girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so I thought, do you know what? I'm going to do a course in that just because I'm interested in how the brain works and how people process life differently. Mm-hmm. And I still had no intention of becoming a coach. I was just interested in it. And I realised I hadn't done anything for me for a very long time. I did it. I loved it. Someone then said to me, why don't you do a full coaching course? So I went and did it. And still, when I started the course, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, worst case scenario, it will make me the most incredible friend, mum, you know, whatever. Yeah, perfect. Um, and I loved it because I've been quite into personal development all my life without realising it. I kind of pick stuff up as I go along. And I'd got to, you know, what was I, 46 at that time. And there were things I learned on my coaching course that I had never come across. And I was like, why is this stuff not taught in schools? Like, there's so much that we can equip ourselves Mm. with in life and to make sure that we're choosing how we show up and choosing the life we live rather than being reactive to what's being offered to us, you know. And I realised actually with, with the heart, for example... My dream when I was a kid had been to jump out of planes, had been to present Blue Peter because I was the tomboy and that was the place Mm. where I saw girls doing all the kick-ass stuff that I wanted to do. You know, 
when we were kids, Sarah will know. Um, I'm not sure how old you are, Lou. Are you a similar age? A little bit older than you. I'm 50. Oh, hurrah. I thought you were going to say younger. Hurrah. <laughs> Bless you there for that. There we are. Um, so, you know, it was the early 70s, born in 71. Like, it literally was that some people would give you a sewing kit for Christmas. That oh, wasn't yes. unheard of. Yeah. Mm. And there had been no Spice Girls. There'd been no girl power. And so, for me as a kid, Blue Peter was the place I saw girls doing all the amazing stuff that I wanted to do. Yeah. And that was my dream, you know, and I, uh, it's another story, but I was a painfully child kid, like how I, how I got myself to the point of landing that job, who knows, (laughs) but that was the dream. And I think that obviously then turns into a broadcast career, which was great, but that had been the dream, you know, the 24 to 30 of presenting Blue Peter and then did live and kicking with Sarah Mm -hmm. on a Saturday morning. And it kind of snowballs into a career. And that's how a lot of people live their life. Before you know it, you're living a life that has presented itself, but you haven't necessarily chosen Chosen. where you are. I I mean, for me, I wouldn't turn my back on that life, even though it, it, it wasn't, it wouldn't make me happy. And I hated heart from almost the day I started because I, th- I saw Heart as a way back into the mainstream. I thought I was being yeah. told that I would get a job in London. And then once I was in London, like you, Emma Willis's, then it would only be a matter of time before I was back on the telly. I, I believed all of that. And I was scared to turn my back on regular money. And I was scared to stop being Sarah Kaywood off yeah. the telly when mm. the irony of it is I actually started to be Sarah Kaywood after I finish my telly career that's the the bizarrest thing you know I love that (laughs) it's true I love that yeah Yeah. because we do just kind of live according to the life we think we should be living Mm. or we become the person we think we need to be to fulfill that role in telly you know whatever it is and I guess I probably in broadcasting spent a lifetime reframing crazy fear because the thing that I wanted to do Blue Peter was bigger than my fear like Mm. there was no way I wasn't going to go for that job and I think to realize that you know I did um I did I think I mentioned to you the other day say say word that's new that's say word I did I did celebrity pointless the other day I was going to ask you and to tell this story because I yeah I can't stop thinking about it Kate Come well I just hated every second so angry. Oh, I hated every moment of it. And it was in lockdown and I've done Pointless before. And the call comes in, would you do Pointless? We're doing a Blue Peter special, right? So I was like, I have been in this house for 6,000 <laughs> yeah. years yeah. cooking a gazillion meals. <laughs> Get me out of here. Give me a crusty sandwich. Yeah. I'm in. So, so it was lovely. So you know these moments, Kay, where it's a bit like dipping into your old life and they send the swanky car yeah. and you, you, feel you dead go in special. your Mercedes. Up to Turn up at Pinewood Studios, (laughs) looking at me, I'm ever so fancy. Um, I hated it. So we spent the day in separated in Winnebago's because of COVID. Mm. You weren't allowed to visit any of your mates. And that was kind of part of the fun of doing it would Mm. be to catch up with Mm. everyone and go, oh my gosh, remember when we did this? Yeah. It was like torture. And then they said, um, how do you want to introduce yourself? So I said, well, how about I say, you know, I'm Katie. I was presenter number 22 and... Back in the day, I inspired girls by jumping out of planes. And now I help those same girls live their all out limitless life with my coaching company. Because to me, it just felt like it's all come full circle. And, you know, it explained where I'd been, where I am. Anyway, when it came to it, they went, "Mm, actually, can you just say, hi, I'm Katie, I'm number 22. (gasps) And it was like being in a nightmare because the feeling that I hadn't been on telly for a while and the first thing people were going to see of me was me standing behind a podium on Pointless, being a number and not getting a chance to say anything about my new journey. So to be judged by who you were at 24. Look, it's not even who you were, it's what number you were. Horrendous. Horrendous horrendous and then obviously you know then you do the thing and I think we were out in the first round like it was just awful and I remember thinking in that moment I am never doing this again like the line in the sand is there I am not being that person because it's like no like unless you want to talk about who I am in 2021 I'm not interested Mm. like no that's just rude. I feel the same. People... Boil you down to a number. A number. <laughs> just. 
Goodness me. Irregular. Bitches. And now it's time for some words to live by with the irregular bitches poet, Donna Ashworth. You can't be everyone's cup of tea. You can't be everyone's cup of tea. There will always be someone in this life who just doesn't like you, no matter how hard you try to please them. There will always be something that you say or do which causes offence or division, whether you meant to or not. There will always be someone who finds fault in you, your life or your words. You may never find out why. Please don't waste your precious time trying to. You can't be everyone's cup of tea. Then there will be those who like you on impact, a little fizz of energy that passes between you, silently, unseen, bonding. Those people will not only like you, but they will like you fiercely. They are your people. Whatever spare time you have, spend it on them. You cannot be everyone's cup of tea, but you can be someone's first sip of a cold drink on a sunny day, or a warming hot chocolate when you come in from the rain or the pop of a long-awaited champagne cork, or a stiff shot of tequila when things go awry. Find your people. Love them hard. Irregular. Bitches. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So Kate, are you are you menopausal or perimenopausal? Yes, or peri. I'm 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 in the peri gang, my friend. Yay. I am join us. In fact, I have got estrogen arriving this afternoon, <gasps> which I'm quite excited about. Oh, will you let oh. us know how you get on? Yes. Will you report yes. back? Yes, but definitely. Just send us a, like a voice note because we had the hormone fairy on and she does a thing called the Dutch test. And I, it's yes. an acronym. Have you heard of it? I'm going to do that. I think I might have had it. It's I think I had it last year. Test. Did you have to pee on oh, sticks? Oh, no, mine was... Mine was a mouth swab. So right. I did I did a test that looks at all your um, hormones and it looks at how your body and certain hormone pathways and detox pathways work. Yeah. And then you get a suggested list of supplements. Yeah, because I need to know what supplements to bother with and what supplements not to bother with. Because they're expensive supplements. Oh my gosh, so it's expensive. I spend a fortune on yes. them. Yeah. Totally. And I was taking, I mean, I take B12, magnesium, oh, well, I take calcium, a thing called DIM, which um, helps with, it's kind of cruciferous vegetable based, I think, because right. I know broccoli and cauliflower and cruciferous vegetables mm-hmm. are things we should be eating every day in this bit that we're in okay. to help with bloating and digestion and everything. And I've been quite lucky symptom wise so far, but I do find the three to four PM's absolute slump when I could just go and to sleep. I could go to sleep for the day. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Mm, yeah. And it's Two like, well, I've always been quite an active person. And, you know, I love how we just don't have to live with it anymore. What do you mm. do so, when you have um, your slump, Kate? Do you have a coffee or do you get out I, and have a walk? No, or? I have a spoon. I normally have a spoonful of peanut butter with a banana Ooh. or a protein shake. Ooh. Look at me. So the things that I do are intermittent fasting. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Which one do um, you do? Do you do the 16 So eight I do 16 or? eight yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. So I, so I eat dinner and then I don't eat till midday when I have a protein shake with a scoop of mm-hmm. collagen in it. That's why your skin looks amazing. It does look amazing. You are glowing, wow. baby, in a good Great way. Great for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we can see. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> I, I think stopping drinking has really helped my skin. And, it does. And there is some skincare moisturiser that I take because I take, I take it. You're doing that um, wrong, my love. <laughs> there is an amazing moisturiser that I use because I can't, I did Botox when I had an accident a few years ago um, to minimise scarring and I just can't do it. It makes me look cross. So given that I can't do that, I'm going to throw everything else at it that I possibly yeah. can. So yeah, so the oestrogen thing. So I chatted to a menopause doctor the other day, Dr. Naomi Potter, I think her name mm-hmm. is. She's lovely. She looks about 12. She's 45. And we just had a really big chat about things that oh, have I happened saw in... you tra- I'm going to go and listen to that one. Yeah. I saw you trail that she was on Limitless and I was like, oh, that's all, that's all time in you know I love it when because I, I said amazing. to Lou I said yeah. thank god that we've sort of started this now and how wonderful it is that everybody is now getting involved and Lisa Snowden is talking about it yes. way more on her Instagram channel and, and um, she does a lot on hers and does. actually um Naomi does stuff with Lisa as well but um you know it was like I just had a chat with her because I was like listen these are the symptoms this is what I still have you know what what can be done for me because even like just knowing how much how much your estrogen depletes when you hit perimenopause, even things like your collagen. So like, cause I, I quite into skincare. And so I found out that from the age of 20, your skin loses 1% of collagen a year, right? Ooh. That's rude. So from the age <laughs> yeah. of 20, 1% of collagen a year, when you hit perimenopause, you lose 5% of <gasps> collagen a year for the rest of your life. Five versus one. I've got to say like, fat. That's my solution. <laughs> <laughs> I plump those wrinkles out. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm sure Patsy Kensett said it, there comes a point in a woman's life where she has to choose between her arse or her face, and she's chosen her face because <laughs> she's quite That's big, Patsy, amazing. but in the in the best way. Like she's just like just got booty, and she yeah. looks really youthful because there she's not yeah. like this. Plump those she's not out. really drawn, you know. So. Well, I've got for the first time in my life, I've got cheekbones because um, your face loses fat when you hit this point, and so this bit goes a bit sallow, oh. a bit under your yeah. cheekbones. But I love it because I'm like, look at me my sculpted face slice cheese on them love slice cheese on it's them. just gonna keep going and then it won't be so good no but I, I just think this is you know it's such a great time to be going through this season where the conversation is so much mm. more open and and there is more knowledge about what we can do about it and there are specialist doctors because you know GPs don't actually do any menopause training none any for a GP to qualify there's nothing nothing That's specific no, it's shocking even Naomi who I chatted to who studied gynecology she had about two hours on the menopause like she had to actively find it all out I mean out. what does that tell when, you that's awful I know, right? And it's kind of like, you know, even that I'm sort of educating my husband and stuff about the menopause, but even when I go, oh, I'm just knackered by mid-afternoon, he's like, well, you've always fallen asleep on the sofa when we watch a film in the evening. But it's like, no, no, this is actually a real massive thing that's happening Mm. to my body, Mm. you know. And so I do everything that I can, like try and do some yoga in the mornings, because I know that if I allow myself to expand shall we say all over um I know what that does to my head Mm. so I just have to make sure I keep moving and keep as active as I can and you know it's it's whatever you're comfy with with how you feel and how you look and for me I feel more energized yeah it's it's a balance but I think also it's like it's like actually like realizing that you're controlling everything that you consume. So whether it's social media, whether it's the things you're reading, like making sure you're filling yourself up in some way is so important, you know, versus just mind mindless novels or I don't know whatever it is, something that's going to inspire you and and power you up. Like I'm so passionate about this season of life and I think in Japan they their word for the menopause is something like spring. I need to Ooh, look it up because lovely. I need. Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah. Then? And the the viewing of the menopause is that it is just this kind of almost coming of age, but in a different, most amazing, positive way. And I think in this country, you know, certainly for my mum's, our mum's generation, it was always really. Ugh. I mean, I I always think they viewed periods like that anyway. And then you hit the big M, and it's like, oh, it's doom and gloom well, from the here. change. And it was I just called, wasn't it the change? The change, awful. Mm. And I oh, and I just sort of love though how in 2021 there's podcasts like yours and there's so many people kind of changing the conversation and Mm. and and putting the spotlight on the menopause in a in a more
more kind of open way so that it doesn't feel like it's something people are enduring you know behind closed doors mm. it's like well yeah the and more on their we own talk about it you know yeah. we're, we're all in this together and we're all experiencing different things and that's why I've, I've been dying to ask you about one particular episode in your podcast because I listened to it but I'd love for you to just share a bit on here your 10 steps for overcoming overwhelm oh so, yes please that said and, and everyone's gonna go yes please can you yes. tell me about it and they must go to Limitless by Katie to listen to the whole lot but please would you just give us an overview I'm trying to remember um, <laughs> sorry so, I think <laughs> I think my biggest my biggest um thing with overwhelm was learning so I went skiing with this morning years ago and we had an instructor who looked a little bit like Channing Tatum Oh, hello. Oh, hello. So, <laughs> so he said to me one night, why don't we go for an early morning ski tomorrow? I was single at the time. I'll just throw that in. Why don't we go for an early morning ski? And I was like, happy days. Let's do it. So we set off. It was like seven o'clock. We were going skiing before filming. I'm terrified of heights. And we got up the mountain to the top of the mountain. It was like the foggiest morning oh. I can remember. You know, those days when you can literally just see almost the tip of my ski I could mm. see. And I was like, I can't see anything. And he's like, don't worry, just ski down behind me. Um, you know, we'll do our parallel turns and da 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 and I was like well frankly I don't care I'll just ski down behind you anywhere sunshine so I'm skiing <laughs> behind him we traversed down the mountain it was amazing and then we did a full day of filming and it was brilliant and we were there a second day so he's like shall we ski again tomorrow morning and I was like happy days yes woke up got to the top of the mountain only this time it wasn't foggy and all I saw was I mean the steepest mountain that I've ever okay. seen and I was like I'm going to fall all the way to the bottom of the Mm -hmm. mountain. If I fall over, this is absolutely terrifying. And he was like, this is what we skied yesterday. Yeah. But because I was seeing it, it just felt so huge and overwhelming. And he was like, just ski behind me and just ski the bit in front of you. And that really stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And actually, now when I feel overwhelmed, I actually in my own head say, just ski the bit in front of you. You know, just just take today. That's the next What do I need to do today? I That's love the next that. one. That's the next tattoo. tattoo. Just ski the bit in front of you. Limitless here. Just ski the bit in front of you there. And and I'm thinking about Channing Tatum's bottom as well. Is that I okay? Know me too. That, that can be on my back. <laughs> I never actually, I I never fully watched that. But so that's my take on overwhelm. And so actually with my clients, when they're going through times of overwhelm, which we all do, one of my favorite things to do is first thing in the morning, you just do a brain dump. Or actually you could do it last thing at night if you're somebody whose brain stays active overnight. Mm -hmm. Everything you think you need to achieve in work, in life, in running the home, you get it down onto paper. And then the following morning, you grab a highlighter. Like number one, it helps you sleep better. because it's out of your head so you don't have that thing of waking up at one in the morning going oh I need to remember to do that thing lovely and then you grab your highlighter and you highlight the three things that you have to do that day and then you do it it. every single morning until your workload there we are have you have you heard of that book no have you not heard of eat that frog oh eat the frog sorry I thought you said fog no eat the frog (laughs) it's uh have you heard of it totally no it's a it's um it's a time management that I've not read it but I've but apparently yeah. Mark Twain said and I'm going to obviously paraphrase so I can't remember exactly what he said but Mark Twain famously said if the worst thing you do today is eat a frog in the morning then the rest of your day is plain sailing or worse to that effect so basically oh, it's about okay. procrastination so do the things get the thing done you, yeah get yeah. the thing done that needs to be done and the rest of your day yeah. will be will be you know just bonus. So, I you, do so that. you get up and you eat the frog and I'm terrible for eating the frog. I just don't. I I yeah. will prioritise tidying the house. So the, the, the lovely thing about today is it's an absolute dump out there. I mean, it's like a car crash. But obviously we are, were on top. We were on a time schedule. So it will feel so good when... I've finished doing this and we've wrapped it all up to know that the really important stuff got done. It got done well. It was fun. Yeah. It yeah. set me up. It's made me feel really content. And then I can go and do the tidying and, you know, get get ready to feed the kids dinner. And I've got a little bit of scripting to write. And it was a day well spent. Well, there was, so the two go together. Yeah. 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 And I think that's the thing. We can always, you know, especially working from home. Wow. There's a million things that you can fill your day in mm. and you dress it up as look at me getting stuff done. But one one thing I would say is on your sort of list of things you want to achieve that day, always make sure there's two like easily actionable items because that 
plays into the progress principle, right? So if you can tick something off your list, mm-hmm. you see the tick and it powers you forward into the next thing. Like, so if you can have a couple of items that you know you can easily do, mm-hmm. then that actually gives you the momentum to keep going through your list. But I think this whole time has been so weird for momentum, for example, because like think of when lockdown started, we were all super excitedly blitzing our homes, mm. having the mother of all clear out. And then there was this moment mm. when we went, shit, there's no charity shops open. Yeah. Where's no it going? Where's it going? <laughs> <laughs> the tips aren't open. The recycling yeah. centres aren't open. And I've got no oh garage. <laughs> yeah. So we had this like crazy momentum and then there was this like wall it and it was like, yeah. oh, that's a bit rubbish. You know, so that wasn't helping. So I think for all of us, this whole season has been overwhelming completely. But I think it's also been, it's been terrible, right? None of us wanted it to happen. People have died. It's been an awful thing for us as a the human race to yeah. walk through. But if we walk through it and take nothing from it, that's an actual waste mm. of a massive experience. And yeah. at the start of 2020, because it was a kind of changing decade, there were there was so much talk about awakening. Like I kept seeing people going, you know, come and do my come and do my um, visualization of how we're going to step into this awakening of a year. And it's like, oh my gosh, what an awakening we had! Like mm. not in the way anyone anticipated, mm. but it was like I liken it to shaking the etch-a-sketches that we had as kids in the 80s and life as we knew it has gone like so what are you going to draw from here that's Mm. what I like to say to people because it's like if you don't learn anything out of this process that is such a waste waste. waste of a year yeah yeah yeah. And actually, this time has been brilliant for getting clear on who's important to you. Like, who did you reach out to? Or what did you miss about life before? What did you not miss about life before? You mm. know, what do you not want going forward? Mm. Like, this is when you get to get your etch sketch. Don't try and do a circle because it'll be awful. <laughs> but you get, yeah. <laughs> you get your etch sketch and you can start designing because, you know, if you can design it, you can live it. It's like, we we just don't take the time to go, actually, this isn't what I want from life. This is what I want. I feel like midlife is sort of naturally doing that for me anyway, Katie, because I feel yeah. like I don't put up with the stuff that I used to. I don't put up Love with it. the people that I used to. <laughs> My friendship group is getting smaller and smaller by the week. <laughs> and it's not that I fall out with people. I just really assessing, yes. do I feel good once I have been spending some time with you and if the answer has been no then I have slowly but surely backed away Mm. because I'm 50 years old I don't need to be spending my time with people who every week you know don't make me feel good about myself and it's funny that there's a lot of people you know our world has shrunk Mm. this past year it's got smaller and smaller and our you know circles social circles have got smaller and smaller and now as we start to expand them it's really important that you only allow the elements and the people in your life that you want in your life and that and this isn't to say by the way that that if somebody is always going through a tough time to write that friend off like right you know surrounding yourself by people who fill you up doesn't mean surrounding yourself with people who just you know blow smoke up you the whole time Mm. and actually someone who's going through a tough time you cut them off because we all go through seasons where we need the support of friends definitely but I do think it's making sure that the relationships in your life are authentic and balanced as well I think you know if it's somebody who's permanently going through a hard time Mm. yes that's really hard if it's somebody who is having a hard time at this moment in time and you know they've been there for you like you know my yeah. best mm. friend Gina and I have literally we flip-flopped the whole time and actually yeah. this week yeah. we both had a really trying week but it's okay to cry together <laughs> yeah, exactly and it's important to have those people and I and I think that what this season has done is is yes some people have fallen by the wayside and the people that you do have, though, I think it's like amplified mm. the yeah. amount of impact that they have in your life in a brilliant way. And I'm so with you, Lou. I think, I think, you know, I've always been the mild manner janitor and, and turning 50, <laughs> I feel so like sure of who I am yeah. and what I want and what I am going to say yes to in life and what mm. I'm not going to say love yes it. to. And that, and I love that, like the clarity that you have at this point in life is, I mean, apart from the brain fog, <laughs> the clarity apart from the brain fog. Irregular. Bitches. Where can we find you, Katie? If we want to come and do some coaching, where do we need yeah. to go to find you? So I'm at katiehill.com. 
Um, Straightforward. I did. With a Y. Katie with a Y. Katie with a Y, yes. <laughs> She's not a Catherine. Catherine, I am. You are a Catherine, aren't you? Only when I'm in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's always been a Kate to me. Yeah. She's my Kate. And I was always a Kate out of work. In fact, everyone calls me Kate apart from on telly. Yeah. Um, and then you became a Farley. Then you were Farley. Then I became, I know. It's funny. And now now I've got, I, I've done that thing that probably lots of women do when they get married. It's like, I have to remember what's in what oh, lane. Yeah. Because it's like, who am I? <laughs> I do, at school, I'm like, and often I, I've erroneously signed something K-word when it should be Mary or Mary when it should be K-word. Like yes. I'm in the bank and then they look at me and I'm like, oh, it's just my married name and my professional name. But they're like, mm, totally, fraudulent. totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, like you said earlier with your, you know, with, with therapy, like actually in lockdown, I thought the bottom would fall out of coaching because I thought nobody's going to have the the money for it or the time for it with the homeschooling and and the actual opposite mm. happened and the demand went through the mm. roof and so I actually in lockdown put together an online course to be able to help more women because it's like my word for 2021 is impact and I can only impact so many people one-to-one on a daily basis and so actually I knew I was getting so many DMs from people feeling overwhelmed feeling like there's more for their life Mm. but they didn't know how to access it and so I was like I can help so I put this course together and um, it basically helps you process where we've been get so clear on who Mm. you are like at the core and what you want from life and it's to kind of it's kind of resetting okay, and there's, igniting there's people such, for life. There's such a market for this because I obviously, I listen to loads of podcasts and I, I read quite, I'm at that stage of my life where I'm reading quite a lot of self-improvement tomes, you know. And so um, yeah. I read um, Just Fucking Do It by Nor Hibbert. But, and, and and I do tend to cherry pick. I'm not such a fan of The Secret or all of that, you know. I'm not, If I imagine yeah. a million's going to land in the my wishy-washy. lap. wishy-washy. Not necessarily <laughs> yeah. going to happen. But I think there is room, please write a book, because I think there is room for you for for a a life coach that that is perhaps keeps it a bit more real with I I believe I do think the law of attraction is a thing and I do think the manifesting is a thing but I also think that a lot of people um just hear that and think hocus pocus and so there's so you so you need to you need to do it in your limitless way which is and because I think that you will like they lose me they lose me because it all gets a bit woo-woo and I don't want the woo-woo I just want the coaching totally and for me it's all about the tangible tools and techniques that I can equip people with for their life going forward give me something real don't just tell me that if I imagine it it'll happen well the whole thing with manifesting like there's a massive myth which is the other M Um, (laughs) what you love or you hate it I love it I love manifesting. It works. <laughs> well, it's confirmation bias. So it's all, that's yeah. just positivity. It's basic positivity. Yeah. And I think what it does, though, the negative with it is that, yes, there is the law of attraction and, you know, you do bring stuff into your life just because of what you're putting out there mm. because that is what you're attracting. Mm. The whole manifesting thing, though, there's so many kind of snake oil salesmen on Instagram at the yeah. moment, like that's trying to show phrase. you how yeah. how I manas- manifested 60 million overnight. Yeah. Like, and that's where they lose me. And the problem mm. with manifesting is that some people think, oh, do you know what? I'm going to manifest that thing and then I can sit on the sofa and watch Netflix yeah. and wait for it to happen. And bugger all and about it's it. Not a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, yes, you have, you to, have to put the work be in. making sure your mindset's right, but you have to work your ass off. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that makes me cross about it because there is this whole underlying narrative now of put it out into the universe. And the universe will start no. listening to give you whatever. Yes. Your very heart's desire. (laughs) Completely. Completely. And my approach would be, no, you have to take control of your life. You have to design how you're showing up. You have to choose who you are going forward. Mm. And you have to be brave enough to live this incredible life that you want to design. And take take a few risks, I think. Yeah. And it's not about my limitless life. You know, my company's called Limitless, but I don't think I'm limitless. I'm all about exploring what makes people limitless. And actually what's right for my life isn't going to be right for Mm. your life. And so coaching is about me asking the right questions and giving you tools and techniques that I know, but it's not about me telling you how to live your life. The only person that knows the answers to that is you, you know, and that's what I love. I've got a theme tune for you, Kate. You've got your theme Go tune on. for your TV show, and when you do the advert <laughs> for the book, I've got it's it's a design for life, isn't it, by the Manics? 
Oh, there we are. There you go. There you Good are. call. Or we'll get on the phone to James Dean Bradfield and say, can Katie have it? I was going to say, how many of those back in the day, Kaywood? How many of those would we say? Uh, oh, none. Oh, not, not even a, not <laughs> too, too much of a kiss. Yeah. I knew people who had. I did know girls that oh, had, but not me. You were literally like, you were just, I mean, you I just like, lived, you it was so Can funny. I kiss you? <laughs> <laughs> are you a lead singer? Are you singing Are you band? quite short? Have you had a top 25 hit? Can I kiss you? <laughs> It I was not a groupie. Like... Can I just add at this point? I was not a groupie at the time. I was probably more famous than most of the men I was snogging. Thank you. There, there we, we go. Mic drop. There we are. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. And 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 what and what a way to be. Absolutely. Why would you not? Quite frankly, why yeah, would you in not? In that position, yes. I was the only weirdo who always had a long-term boyfriend. So all the amazing offers you missed out. <laughs> well, well, when we first became friends, and I saw the spark with her and Trey, and I was like, she is out of there. Because Katie had married her first love, and it just does. It's, yeah. it's a wonderful thing in 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 um what do you say in in something, but not in practice. Brain in theory, fog. In, theory. But not in, in theory, they get fucking yeah. mono brain fog pisses me off. I can never think of words anymore. But I love in it. In theory, it was lovely, but in <laughs> practice, it, it it just didn't work. And as soon as Trey came along, and they were just they were literally like. T- a, Two, honestly, Aww. two halves of a whole. It was just, just wonderful. Friends. We were like, we're just friends. We can just hang out. That's when it happens, though, isn't oh, it? Yeah, because, because like, you oh, were no, each other's we best friends, and it was yeah, yeah, it was, exactly. Yeah. But actually, I was super grateful for a long term relationship through the Blue Peter years because, I mean, golly, I would have really lived a life. <laughs> you would have been asking questions like the ones I just answered, Kate Hill. But you know what? The funniest thing was, I I think because I'd been in a long term relationship, I had no idea of of the female power and so because I knew I was sort of off limits I was like the biggest flirt when I was filming and stuff and I bet they course, all then fancied you it. so much because you were so unavailable and then I'd be like oh no 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 not me you know it was like poor these poor guys goodness honestly the offers I had I could actually write the a blue book. balls she left in her way oh I want to know <laughs> I could write I think a book. you should throw some names at us <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I should. Okay, I I love you. I can't wait to give you a cuddle. Thank you so so much for coming. Thank you. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to talk anyway about about some. Everyone listening who's perimenopausal, please just view it as a really exciting chapter because I honestly think this is like stepping into chapter two. Yeah, and chapter two's got no periods. Yeah, I know. How (laughs) wonderful is that? That is not the best thing. Amazing. It's like look at me. I have a whole month. This, I tell you what, I'm going to give you all a wonderful piece of life advice right now before we say goodbye. (gasps) I would say that if you can do anything from here on in, be more Katie Hill. Oh, all you need (laughs) to do. Absolutely. Well said, K word. Be more Katie Hill. I'm going to be more Katie Hill. Lou's going to be more Katie Hill. Lovely. (laughs) She is my woman. So thank you to the regular bitches prod squad. And of course to my Lulu. Thank you. And my Kate Lady Boots. Thank you, ladies. Regular bitches is a Factory Originals production. And all that's left to be said, Louise Mitchell, is... Stay cool, bitches. Irregular. Bitches. Okay, Sarah, I don't know about you, but I don't feel great about the fact I've been using products that have been treated with bleach up my vagina. No, thank you. (laughs) So we were very excited about being able to partner up with Yopi, a period care company. They use only high quality, environmentally friendly ingredients and materials which make them plastic free, cruelty free and vegan. The packaging looks pretty sexy too, so you can strut across the office proudly showing off your period care. All you have to do is answer a simple quiz and Yopi will formulate the perfect package of period care and PMS supplements because let's face it, one size does not fit all, Lou. It certainly does not. Another reason we wanted to partner up with Yopi is they understand that women have changed how they live their lives, they certainly have. That's why we've collaborated with an amazing nutritionist and friend of the podcast, Shona Wilkinson, to formulate three essential PMS supplements full of herbs, minerals and vitamins to focus on whichever issues you have during your menstrual cycle. Do you predominantly suffer with cramps, mood swings or bloating, or like us, all bloody three? Yoppy, have a supplement for you. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> so please head over to yoppy.com forward slash irregular bitches. That's Y O P P I E dot com slash irregular bitches to get 50% off your first two orders Ooh. when you sign up for a subscription to any product. And shipping is gratis, free nada. Plus, you can even earn rewards by referring your friends. Irregular bitches. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.